This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Rick, remember a week or two ago? No, actually, it could have been six months ago or yesterday. I don't know. I, I have no <laughs> yeah, consumption of time. 40 years ago. <laughs> right. Uh, when we made fun of the Taliban, <coughs> excuse me, and how they're bummed out that they have to work in cubicles yeah. and they have mm-hmm. to fill out, you know, because they're, they're running the government now. Sure. You know, too much paperwork and not enough pillaging. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, it, it's either good news or bad news. Okay, we are now number 38 in Pakistan. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, which is basically, obviously, a suburb of Afghanistan. Uh-oh. Right? So, I've posted your home address on Twitter. <laughs> That's great. And we'll That's forward great. any inquiries concerning our That's International great. Bureau accordingly. Um, wow. The good news is we're 83 in Portugal. As far as I know, we're okay with those people. Right? I think so. <laughs> okay. I think so. That might be just Brent Peterson <laughs> in Portugal as our only Well, he's got to be listening to it a lot, I yeah, think. Yeah, that, um, that could be. Okay. Uh, but Pakistan, to our Pakistan listeners. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I went to a movie this weekend. I saw that movie about... Uh, Cocaine Bear? The uh, Yeah, the Mike Richardson from the Super Bowl Bears. I don't even know what you're talking Oh, cocaine bear. I see what you did there. Okay. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia, Minutia Man. Man with Rick and Dave. There's probably four people that got that joke, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. hey, hey, to give you an idea how strong our show is today, and we got to go snap, snap. Because yeah. The story about an armed robber who got caught because he stuck around and ate his victim's delicious fried chicken. Not, not good enough. Did not make the cut. Not okay. good enough. But this story did. Can you fire up the Jenkins jingle? When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be... Jenkins! Jenkins. With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! A jet carrying 335 passengers forced to turn back after missing Destinations Airport's closing time by 10 minutes. <laughs> a Japan Airlines plane was forced to return to Tokyo this week after being refused at a regional airport for arriving 10 minutes after the cutoff time. Wow. Flight uh, 331 um, left Tokyo at 8 p.m. on February 19th, over an hour after its planned departure. Uh, the plane, which was expected at 8.30, did not arrive uh, at Fukuoka until around 10.10 p.m., but because Fukuoka Airport enforces a strict, a very strict, <laughs> 10 p.m. cutoff time, JAL331 was forced, it was not cleared to land, and was forced to make a five-hour journey back to Tokyo. And my question to you, Rick, is yeah. when did your mom start running the Fukuoka Airport? It's funny you say that, because that's exactly what I was thinking. And I was also thinking that I totally understand now how they were allies during the war, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the Axis powers we're talking about there. <laughs> Those bombs were punctual. <laughs> they were right on the spot, and they were punctual. They may have had some bad days, but they were never not on time. Never. <laughs> Passenger Yoshi Tanaki told JPC News that she was looking out the window while the af- aircraft was descending and noticed that all the lights of the airport started to being turned off. As they were descending. Um, it Doesn't it sound like the airport is run by like teenagers at a Wendy's? You know, it's it's me on Halloween night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when that last little Twix bar, that fun-sized Twix bar, is that like, screw it, we're done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, another passenger, Haruto Sengai, lamented that he actually missed the birth of his first grandchild because of delay. Wow. But not everybody was upset. 
uh, um, Helmut Guggenheim from Dusseldorf, <laughs> Germany, simply stated that rules are rules. <laughs> <laughs> the papers were not in order. Not exactly. We were late. It's not their fault. Okay. You know, with my mom, it was, if you weren't 15 minutes early, you were late. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, was, she would get to, like, people's houses a half hour before parties began, yeah. you know. And, yeah, uh, you, you'd ring the doorbell and the and the, uh, they're the shower. Yeah. yeah, they're in the shower. <laughs> they got their hair net up, you know. <laughs> well, I have a story for you. This yeah. one, uh, Dateline Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh. Panav and Victoria Ji or Ja uh, uh, were celebrating their Saturday ceremony uh, to get married. Oh, yeah, it's I very love nice. Yeah, the Raz is that their name? Well, I think that's the Jaws. Jaws. Love the Jaws. Well, here's what happened: uh, they were staying at the Grand Bohemian Hotel in Charlotte, mm-hmm. and their elevator got stuck oh. between two floors. Uh, this is how Panav described it. We go up maybe five feet, and then it just stopped. The door was slightly ajar, so I was like, hmm, that's not normal. The Charlotte Fire Department responded to the scene and soon discovered the situation was different from their usual elevator rescue calls. They had to go through all their normal troubleshooting, and then they realized they were going to have to get everybody out by a rope. So they had to go up. Like rappel? Yeah, uh, 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 pull the rope down uh, with a little seat on okay. it and and pull everybody up okay. through the thing. Sure. So, I mean, it took two and a half hours. Okay. Now, some people... Now, if it was my wedding, the photographer yeah. would have been there taking the picture. <laughs> some would say the universe is trying to tell this couple... Yeah. Yeah, maybe uh, things are right, 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 right. But I'm here to say don't read too much into this, Panav and Victoria, because I, too entered a marriage with some ominous signs. Um, before I got engaged, my boss ruined the engagement by telling <laughs> on the radio Bridget that it was coming. Was it on radio? Or no, no, it was in the hallways, was, which I thought was, was really... Who did it? Gary. Gary really? Meyer. Yeah. And he just went up to her and said, hey, Rick's going to ask you to marry him on oh New Year's Eve. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> you're a dick. But anyway, so that right. caused me to have a rift with my best friend. <laughs> Who would that be by any chance? Uh, because we had agreed that yeah. we were both going to get engaged the same night. So that was one. Right. So that's one thing that right. went wrong. Mm-hmm. Second thing, we got married in a church called St. Michael's mm-hmm. out in uh, Wheaton. And about two months after we got married, the church oh. burned down. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And about two months after that, the priest who married us was accused of improperly <laughs> groping an underage person. Um, and we found out both of those stories by watching it on the news. Yeah. We're like watching the news, like oh, fire and waiting. Like, uh, priest charged. Uh, you know, that's how we found out. But anyways, so it wasn't an omen for us because Bridget and I are now married for thirty-one years, thirty-two years this year. It'll be thirty-two years this year. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. you, you hosed me and you did it the year before. before right. Year. Exactly. Best part of your wedding was the the when I had to take communion. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, we, it, uh, Rick, let me tell you, I don't know if you are familiar with, with the term rehearsal dinner, yeah. uh-huh. but you pretty much should have you should have told the guy who's never taken communion yeah. what's going to happen. Right. I right? did not. So they yeah. have they never had a jew in a wedding at saint uh, michael's apparently Maybe not. that's why it burned down <laughs> and then of course during the ceremony when it was showtime yeah i got up there and you were first in line i was for first in, i was yeah. first in line and i had no idea what was going on this whole yeah. thing was a movie that i had never seen before yeah. and 
he gives me the host. Right. And I do, I do what everybody does. So tell everybody what I did. Stuck it in your pocket. <laughs> Stick it for, the, for the entire night, it was, the joke was, is that the body of Christ in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? I yeah. must have heard that joke from all your radio pals. Hey. Yeah. Right. But so this uh, to Panab and Victoria, consider yourself lucky. You have now a great story to tell for the rest of your life. So was the mother-in-law stuck in the elevator too? Because it would be like, hey, keep the mother, <laughs> keep, keep mom down there for a little while longer. Uh, hey, bottom line, Bob. You know what I love about bottom line, Bob? You know where you stand with bottom line, Bob. Bottom line, He's Bob. a straight shooter. He is. Well, he writes on PodHub, the best part of Minutia Men is that you never know where the stories are going. Great stuff. Keep up the good work. And that was on PodHub. And if you have a review, please, by all means, share it. Please do. You can rate us. You can review us. You can follow us. If you like Minutia Men, then check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You can pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Uh, it is time for another feature. We call this one... Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. Dude, you are nailing every break here. Thank you. You are on top of this. (laughs) I have never been sharper in my entire life. The the, 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 The computer screen is like nine feet by nine feet. You're in the zone right now. Well, you know, this week is a birthday of one of your favorite rock and rollers of all time. Roger. Roger Daltrey. 79. On March 1st. Yes, 79. So, uh, you know, we have never had Roger on this show, although I did have him on uh, John Landecker's show once. And he bitched about the tea in America. Yes, he did. And he was correct. It was was bad. Uh, But anyway, we did have someone who is in that band Mm -hmm. with Roger. Yeah. And uh, we talked to him. His name is Lauren Gold. And he's the keyboardist Mm -hmm. now for The Who, and he tours around with The Who. But he got his start in Roger's solo Mm -hmm. band. And that's kind of what, that's a clip I want to play for you today on the show. This uh, this is Lauren Gold from about uh, two years ago telling us the intricacies of dealing with Roger. I ended up getting a phone call um, from a buddy of mine asking me, buddy of mine that plays with the Eagles, saying, do you want to audition for Roger Daltrey? (laughs) <laughs> and do I <laughs> yeah. I, learned, I was like no of course not I'm busy. so you were on uh, tour with Roger right I mean before you became a part of the who yeah yeah I, I was in I first met Roger when he was putting a solo band together when the who wasn't touring because, you know, yeah, Dave and I went to see yeah. Roger uh, solo, and uh, something I've always wanted to ask the band members that uh, were in that, because, first of all, we love Roger. We love his solo shows. But when he starts talking in between the songs, you know, he's got yeah. a very thick accent. And there were, there are a couple of times where we look at each other and say, I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> Do you ever me, feel that way? Him, yeah, when I first met him, I didn't have a clue what he was saying. I would just smile and nod. Every once in a while, every once in a while, it didn't work. You'd be like, you don't get it, do you? <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I love Not that. only you have the thick, thick, thick accent, 
he you know some, he had some very British mannerisms and sayings that I just didn't know what they were. Oh, bullocks! <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're yeah. a wanker, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, those are the easy ones. Trust me. That's, That's uh, great, uh, Lauren Gold. And Lauren Gold is fantastic. Well, you know when we saw him when we saw the Who in October. One of the best parts of the Who show is Lauren Gold's intro to Love Rain or Me. Yeah, and his keyboard broke during when we saw it, I and we know. could not. Li- and he didn't do it. Uh, and Roger had a bit of a tantrum yeah, on stage. He was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, happy birthday, Roger Daltrey, one of the all-time greats. Seventy-nine. All right. So what else we got? You know, us? I don't think when I'm seventy-nine, stand up for two and a half hours, let alone. <laughs> right, exactly. Do a rock show. Exactly. You know. can't do it now. Uh, yeah. uh, this comes from our science desk, Rick. Okay. Uh, can you flop out the penis, John? Ah, crap. I knew I'd forgotten one. <laughs> crap. I was doing so well. Can you please flop out the penis? Penises. 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 In the news. Rick and Dave. Scientists warn that the increase in average penis size caused by pollution and chemicals in everyday men's products. Increase? Yes. Oh. Penises are getting longer, and we should be concerned about it, says scientists. Yeah, we should be. uh... (laughs) Uh, The average global penile length has increased by 24% over the last 29 years. A new meta-analysis from Stanford University has concluded. Researchers compiled data from 75 studies conducted between 1942 and 2021 that reported on on the penile length of 55,761 men. They found that the average erect length of a penis increased from 12.1 centimeters to 15.24 centimeters. I use the metric system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that 15 centimeters? <laughs> right. You better believe it. But chief among the possible causes is the prevalence, this is what they're surmising, of harmful chemicals and, and pesticides in our hygiene products and That's pesticides in general. Sperm counts are, are all, also low They've yeah. and decreased by 59% from 1973 to 2011. Wow. So the fact that we were able to impregnate our wives. Between the two of us? Six. 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 Well, yeah. we had like. Another six that did quite good. <laughs> well, that's true. So, yeah. Um, so now, as you know, I'm a marketing genius. Right, with that coveted, say, that coveted master's degree people in advertising. Say, yes. So I'm thinking with a little panache and rebranding, uh-huh. this could be huge for the harmful chemical industry, right? <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even think <laughs> right? of that. So it's a new, unique selling oh point, right? Oh, my God. So That's genius. The obvious one, of course, <laughs> is to change the word or the term pesticide to pesticides. Oh. Huh? Good. Okay. Um, some consumer goods can also change their names, like yeah. off can become get off. Oh, okay. There's a slogan right there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to get off, you know, get off to get off yeah. is a slogan. And of course, Johnson and Johnson, pretty well said. <laughs> okay. They don't really have to no do No changes it. They needed. don't really have to do that. So there you go, kids. Well, you know, I, I've always been able to uh, tell the exact length um, by eyeballing it. Okay. Right. And, and here's how I do it. All right. This is a, this is a technique. Anybody can do this at right. home. Grab a pen, any right. pen. All right. right. Doesn't matter how big the 16 pen is. 16 inches. Yeah, whatever size the pen is, yeah. hold it the way you'd hold it with like your thumb and your finger, yeah. your forefinger, your first finger, your yeah. index finger, then drop the pen, all right? Okay. When okay, you so- lift your hand up in the air, that's six inches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how, that is the best way to, uh, yeah. to make that judgment. All right. Well, I have a story for you. 
last month this is this story just resolved itself this morning this is very no. exciting yes Timely. last month a miracle took place in the caribbean sea a man from dominica named elvis francois was rescued after being lost at sea for nearly a month now he's a 47 year old guy been working on his boat in saint martin when the weather turned for the worst, and since he, yeah, couldn't, da, 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 da. <laughs> since he couldn't reach his friends, he realized all he could do was wait and make do with what he had at hand. All he had was a bottle of ketchup, some garlic powder, and magi. Magi is like a, a thing you fish. put in your soup to flavor it. Okay. All right, just you know, little droplets here. Um, after hearing that he survived on ketchup alone sure. for a month, Heinz began looking for him. The marketing gene, they've got a Dave Stern working they at Heinz, do. probably. They began looking for him in hopes of getting him a new boat. Okay. They, you know, to, to reward him for living the dude on doesn't ketchup. doesn't want to go back yeah. on a boat. Would you go on a back on a boat if you Well, were... ha- having reached, now they've looked for him for a month, yeah. uh, and they couldn't find him. They went on Instagram. They had 4.8 million people on Instagram looking for this guy. And they finally found him this morning. Really? We were recording this on Monday. They found him this morning, and they wanted to offer him a new boat. And I have a feeling that he will take them up on that offer unless they make him eat even one tiny smidgen of ketchup (laughs) ever again. Right, right. Because after a month of it. I mean, it's bad enough, like day two of ketchup. Day three, maybe. Even if you got garlic powder to spice it up a little yeah. bit, maybe put some magi in there. Look good. Yeah. Magi. So he can go to the Wiener Circle in Chicago and not have any problem because he's never going to go. Can I put ketchup on the hot That's dog? That's right. Exactly. Right? So he's yeah. welcome in Chicago. Anytime. Yeah. That's exactly right. Go to Wrigley Field. He can go to Comiskey Park. Well, you know, on the South, do you know that Southsiders, they do put ketchup on their hot dog? The, the no that ketchup, explains a lot. That the no ketchup, the no ketchup thing is, a, is basically a North Side thing. Is it? Yeah, I didn't know that until I worked at Case Paper on the south side and people are putting ketchup on their hot dogs. Well, it's also a German thing uh, because the flavor of mustard goes well with sausage and ketchup does not. And oh. and in Germany, they sell all sausages, including Frankfurters, which are hot dogs, only with okay. mustard. Okay. And so that's it. We've got two German little tidbits for you today well you know the mayoral election is tomorrow yeah Chicago. so by the time this drops we'll know who, who the, the two, 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 two finalists are yeah and they did a thing on um i don't know npr or whatever and they asked ketchup on a hot dog and two of them said yes that they put ketchup on a hot dog no yeah, that's just that's ridiculous you know even if you do you don't mention it in chicago oh, well apparently on the south side it doesn't matter uh it's time for another feature a random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where people send in their celebrity stories. And Dave is of the belief, and I, I have to concur with him, that everybody in the world... I think the show is a case study in this. Right? Yeah, has at least one good celebrity story, and you should send them to us. We're you know we get emails. You can contact us through Instagram. And hey, Instagram uh, note for you, Dave. We're like at one seventy or something, right? Today is the one year anniversary since we started our account, and we have one hundred and seventy followers. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> take that. It only took take, a year. <laughs> take that, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> but you can contact us through there. We're on Facebook. We're on. Twitter, uh, you, 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 there's no reason you can't find us. 
Uh, and this is an email that comes to Unless us. Unless you're a Taliban. Yeah, that's uh, don't, true. Don't. Then, uh, right. If we are no longer accepting emails from Pakistan. <laughs> um, Albert emails us. Hmm. Guys, I have a celebrity story that you might appreciate. In 1981, the year I graduated college, so he's a couple yeah. years older than us, I got a call from a high school buddy of mine. He was working on the George Thorogood tour as a roadie and asked if I wanted the job. He warned me it would be grueling, but I was young and fuck it, why not, right? Mm -hmm. The tour was called 50 and 50, as in 50 states in 50 nights. Almost killed me. I don't know if it's still true, but that equipment was really heavy, heavy as hell, and we weren't sleeping much. It was the hardest job I ever had in my life, but at least I can now say I've been in all 50 states. I went into accounting after we got back, pleasing my mom and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and ending my very brief roadie career. The question I get asked the most when I tell people about this story is, did I ever have a bourbon, a scotch, and uh, a beer oh, okay, with right. George? Yeah. And the answer is yes. Really? But not at the same time. Uh, and is, doesn't he, do, and he drinks alone, too. Isn't the George yeah. drink, drinks yeah. alone? Oh. Yeah. But uh, that's the story. Didn't we see George in Champagne? Didn't he play? Yeah, he played in Champagne. Yeah, I, I saw I, him I there. Remember seeing yep. him. Um, well, great story. Thanks, Albert. Yes. And, and like, again, like send us said. your stories. We, we will share them on the podcast. Uh, so, Dave, we have another show mm. other than this fabulous show, Minutia Men. There's a show called Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, hosted by you and me, yeah. as it turns out. It's, it's like not someone stealing our brand. <laughs> no. Uh, because that's a big, big concern. Right. And if you go on there now, uh, we have a, an interview with somebody named Sainty Nelson. Right. And Sainty Nelson, um, you may not know her by name. Right. Uh, and you may not even know her by face, although she's been a lot, but you know her voice. She's one of those. She's a really, really famous voiceover uh, talent. In fact, she is right now on the number one. She's the star of the number one kids show in the world right now. Right. Um, she It's Gabby's Dollhouse, and she plays Pillow Cat, which I think is the star I haven't watched a lot of Gabby's <laughs> Dollhouse, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, but I assume she's really important. And she, we talked about her, well, I don't, I don't know, what to, she well, talked about her career, and we talked about... Yeah. Uh, and she, her, she, her husband is Eric Nelson, who's in that show 1883, right, which won a couple of SAG awards yeah. last night. So Very nice um, lady. We had a lot of stories. She's an Emmy winner. We mm -hmm. talked about a lot of cool stuff, and, and she's a youngster. She's like 30 yeah, years old. Yeah. And uh, Dave and I are. She little... never saw George Thorogood. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. She never that's... was a roadie for George Thorogood. In fact, she wasn't even born yet. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Sainty Nelson, check it out. Uh, we have people to thank here. Mm -hmm. We've got to thank our executive producer, Tony Lasana, with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O P P I H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place. Radio Misfits. Com, and we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Minutia Man. The preceding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opi Productions. Tony, can you shut up?